Welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul Podcast. This is your host, Russell Bruce, and the beautiful Jamie Charlotte, as we continue to bring you more amazing content to all matters of the heart and soul as we awaken humanity to all things within. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Enjoy. All of the, they don't know how to do it to win this war is to know that you don't have to, you know, go by the creator. When you tap into your consciousness, exactly. You so you be in the most positive day you're excited about your day like charged up because what exists in you starts in the mind you can't see the mental spiritual realm and they're going to manifest in the physical if they're using anything we have to be unified and just because somebody has person is 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 bringing love and compassion and light you powerful Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is Janie Charlotte, one of your hosts. And this is Russell Bruce. How's everybody doing out there? All right, guys, welcome to a new podcast episode. We are well into our fourth season and we got about a couple months before this season is done and um, each season we go deeper. On this podcast, we're talking about preparing for what's next, okay? And um, I just want to say that this whole podcast came into being because I was already feeling something that was coming into play right before the pandemic hit, you know, four years ago. So here we are, all right, in 2023, into 2023, and going into 2024, and I have the same feeling again, all right? I think we need to be prepared. So this podcast is all about preparing for what's next. This is not about fear. This is about being prepared. This is about uh, looking at things in truth and honesty and and making good decisions. So I want to read some statistics, okay, uh, before we get started. And this is about looking at what we've been through, all right, what has already happened, what is happening, and what we can already see that's going to happen as we go into 2024, okay? So the annual increase in deaths, all right, from 2019 to 2020 was up by 19%. I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but however, this was the largest spike in deaths in over 100 years. I tell so many people, like, I've never seen so many deaths in my life. It's because I haven't. Like, this has been the largest spike in this country in over 100 years. And this is from the U.S. Census Bureau.gov, okay? Next, child and adolescent mortality rates rose by 20% from 2019 to 2021. This is the largest increase in 50 years, all right? This is published by the CDC, all right? Also, active shooters, all right? In 2019, it was 28 active shooters or mass shootings, all right? And this is classified by the FBA, FBI.gov. So 2019, it was 28. In 2021, it was 40. In 2022, it was 50. Here we are in 2023, and the year is not even out yet, and as of June 2023, it was 300 mass shootings, and this is published by Forbes because the FBI.gov has not put out their statistics yet, all right? So 
This has been the last several years in review. And we need to be aware, we need to be conscious, and we need to already figure out what's going to happen in 2024. 2024 is an election year, all right? What happens during election year? All of that. So this is about preparing for what's next and being ready and not in fear, but in truth. Yeah, so, you know, as the saying goes, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. So hopefully at the end of this podcast, we'll give some information to help people to to make decisions right like before the last pandemic had occurred and the lockdowns you know we kind of felt something was coming had no idea what it was but it ended up being just that and uh you know there were there were a lot of bad things that occurred during that time but there were also a lot of good things like a lot of people had a lot of time to sit back and reflect and to do things that, you know, they always said they never had time to do. And other people kind of lost their mind, you know, and we're starting to see a lot of fallout of, you know, a lot of people going overboard with, you know, alcohol and drugs and mental issues and, you know, you name it. And, you know, at this point, you know, with the economy looking like it's on the verge of a collapse, you know, you tend to see a lot more crimes, et cetera, to occur. So with the stats that she gave, they are alarming. Uh, we're going to give you some more stats to kind of paint a broader picture to help you really understand uh, how all that comes into play into what you see. But just remember that the mother and father of crime is poverty and the lack of good education. So and when I say good, that means you could be indoctrinated thinking that you're educated when you're not, because a lot of things that we learn in, in the public school system and we see on television here on the radio is sometimes it's the furthest thing from the truth. Yep. So um, also look at the weather patterns. All right. How has that changed, you know, um, over the last few years, how we're seeing things that we've never seen before? right? Um, hurricanes on the different, on a totally different side of the world. So you have to be aware of what's changing. And we, we cannot, because we cannot just go about life and just say, well, everything will, will work itself out. Because when we don't pass the test, we keep repeating the same test. So it's like, how should we prepare for what is coming? All right. I say number one is open your mind to truth, all right? One thing Russell and I was talking about is that we're seeing, again, and that's the statistics, is that there has been an increase, a 19% increase in debts, right? And this is the most we've seen in 100 years. So we have to start evaluating what happened and what is happening, all right. And we can't close our mind and say, oh, it's not this. Oh, it's not that. We can't blame everything on one thing, but we also can't negate the fact that, oh, it could be a lot of things that's causing all these deaths. All right. Yeah. And, and just to piggyback off, we're going to try to keep this short because my brain's going a thousand miles a minute. We could be here for four or five hours. But yeah, like 
the weather patterns are changing, you know, so we all heard about global warming. There's a big debate whether it's real or fallacy, et cetera. Um, I think back when Al Gore did the documentary, you know, they tend to blame humanity on the issue for global warming. But one of the things, and I encourage people to go out, do your own research. Don't take my word for it. All of the planets in our solar system are heating up. And this is something that happens on a cyclical scale more so than some, you know, just so something in, not in nature, but because of carbon emissions, et cetera, right? I think that may, you know, contribute a small percentage of it, but how do you explain the temperatures rising on Mars and Saturn and the different planets in the solar system? Because it's cyclical in nature, right? You know, we're on this 25,920 year scale and every so many thousands of years, this occurs. The The planet is a living organism. You listen to most scientists, you can, you know, you could hear this jargon and, and that it cleanses. So, you know, if you study history, you know, most of you understand biblical uh, stories, the story of Noah when there was a flood that wiped out, you know, pretty much all of humanity and it had to start all over again. Well, there's been five major events that have occurred that has wiped out humanity and it starts over. And everybody probably thought Noah was crazy because he gathered all his stuff and got the heck out and everybody succumbed to that, to that whole thing. Right. And we're getting ready to face the six and it sounds bad, but also you just have to be somewhat of a realist, right? And we were looking at population numbers, for example, right? If you go back to 1980, there were only 4 billion people on the planet. So from 1980 to today, you know, 2023, there are approximately 8 billion people. So the world population has doubled since 1980. So this is what is a big concern for the so-called elite, right? Because you have all these multi-billionaires who pretty much control 90% of the resources and they're probably less than 10% of the world population. So, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, if you were in their shoes, would you try to make sure all humanity was fed and had housing, you know, or had adequate, say, electricity? Like, should we, hear some questions. Should we still be using oil? Should we all be on solar energy or some type of windmill energy? Or, or should the cars be uh, running on water or something else? You see what I'm saying? So it's like, there are a lot of questions to be asked. And, you know, instead of sitting back watching CNN and Fox getting your cue go out and do some research. And this is what happened during the last pandemic. A lot of people were locked up at home and they started doing research. TikTok became very popular. And a lot of people were dropping a lot of these truths out there. And then all of a sudden you started to see this fact checker come out, right? Fact check did not come out until the truth started leaking out. And then you have to follow the money trail. Who finances fact checker. So don't just take everything for face value. And every time you see somebody say, hey, this is wrong or this is incorrect because yada, 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 still do your research. It's like always look 
to both sides, you know, because the truth lies in the middle. You can't just take one side of the story. You got to look on both sides to get the truth. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, cognitive dissonance as well right here, because I think this is a good spot to put it in. Oh, big time. So for, you want to say something? You can about go it? ahead. Yeah. So uh, this was coined by Franz Fanon, right? Uh, cognitive dissonance. And it's like when you lay all the facts out in front of people, they tend to still not believe it because it breaks up their whole paradigm of what they believe to be the truth. And this could be anything from their religious beliefs. It could be their political beliefs, their social beliefs, you know, and that's where we are now, right? Because we live in a society that's based upon a lot of myths, you know, that really has no concrete evidence. Um, you know, like say something basic like the theory of evolution, right? It's a theory. It's not the fact of evolution. It's the theory of evolution. So, you know, you have people who are on multiple sides of the fence of that argument. Uh, some of the research that I did over the past few years see that, you know, uh, the theory of evolution was really, it had very racist undertones under it. And if you look at the full title to what Darwin's book really was, it was all about the superior race theory. And he was trying to show how Africans evolved from a monkey. And so if you accept the theory of evolution, is like, okay, we evolved from apes and all this other stuff, right? Whereas if you really start studying more of the ancient history and the ancient texts, you know, you're not even convinced that humanity even started in Africa. And it looks like all bullets now are pointing towards America. You know, there's more pyramids here in America. Uh, they're older than the ones in Egypt. You know, you start to study some of the ancient languages and so forth. They appear to have started here. Even the history of, say, the so-called African-American people here in this society, it definitely did not start with slavery. So there's a whole reason why that story's taught, because it's like we've both been doing our genealogy and we can see where our people come from. And it's nowhere near the stories that are being told in the classrooms and, you know, that are known to the common society. So when we say cognitive dissonance, it's like, all right, once the facts are all laid out in front of you, do you still ride with the lie or do you make the appropriate changes so that you can change your life and live within your true nature? Every animal, every insect, everything knows exactly who and what it is and what kind of law that it lives in accordance with. But we are supposed to be, as human beings, you know, the stewards and the caretakers of the earth and all the insects, the animals, everything. But yet we live in this matrix full of lies and deception that has brought us to the brink of destruction where we're at today. And this is the last thing, and I'll, I'll pass it back to you. We currently are living in the most pivotal, the most pivotal time in human history. And, you know, these ancient civilizations all got to this same point. So it's like, do we sit back and allow the elite to lead us all like sheep to the slaughter by trying to remain greedy and, 
in this whole control thing or do we all wake up and realize that it is possible to live in peace and harmony and that we could all come together and come up with viable solutions you know to to cure cancer to clean the air you know to to clean the seas you know and to do all these things so that our children have a future because right now they don't and the main problem is people of goodwill have remained silent about the real issues. We are sitting back being bullied to the point where you all know that something's wrong, but you're willing to go along with it. And then we sit back and we look, you know, like, why did that woman stay in that relationship? And she, that guy was beating her and he was torturing her, but he was threatening to kill her, but she would never leave. And it's like, it's almost like humanity is in that same situation where, you're being bullied and beat up and you're being threatened. That's a great analogy. And, you know, we're sitting back, not talking about the facts. So we see all these different deaths, you know, uh, we all sat back and watched uh, family members and friends fall out, whether or not they were going to get the vaccine or not get the vaccine. And, you know, to the point where all that past disappeared, virus seemed to be going bye-bye. And then you have to ask yourself, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. You know, was it all real? But now we're living with all the side effects, right? Yeah. And we're watching a lot of people drop. Like, we had people close to us who, you know, prior to, you know, getting juiced up, you guys know what I'm talking about, there, there were no real deaths. You know, we had people who got ill, you know, no different than every winter, Every fall, people, you know, flu tends to go up. But after, you know, the so-called goose went out to everybody, then all of a sudden things changed. We all know somebody who was impacted by this. And nine times out of 10, you know, maybe even a family member. And here we are now. We're getting ready to be faced with the same thing. The pressure is probably going to be a little bit more intense. And we're all going to be faced with some major decisions. Yeah. And just to piggyback off Russell is saying, it's like, don't be afraid to look at truth. Sometimes we want to like, just turn our head, go the other way, but you cannot solve anything without looking at it in truth, right? Like getting up under it, looking at it from all directions, all perspectives and coming out of it in truth. All right. Whether that was your truth or not, you, you really have to look at truth. And a lot of that, what will be right for you may not be right for the next person. And I keep saying that you have to go within yourself. I made some decisions three years ago that was complete opposite of most people I know, both personal, professional, family. And I had to do that for me. When I was asked, hey, what are you going to do? I gave them the honest truth. But hey, you have to do what's best for you. All right. So we have to not be afraid to look at things in truth. We are here again. We're at the same place. There's already talk about potentially another shutdown, you know, all of this. We were not prepared as a, as a country last time. Don't be in that same position, which you should be doing now are we all is evaluating just how we're doing. We're going back. We're looking at the statistics. What happened? Like, were you even awake and aware during all of this? Or were you 
in slumber and asleep, right? Because so much is has happened and is still happening. So what can you do different that you didn't do? What should you do now that you haven't done, right? It's about evaluating what you can do as an individual. What Russell said is so true. We all at this point have to step into our power. It's like that abusive person in a relationship not stepping into her power when all that person really have to do is say no more and go. But that feels like so much at the time, right? Making that step to leave that relationship and making a, a you know, going against the grain, going against and not seeing, can't see the future, but knowing that what's happening right now is not what it is. And sometimes that's what you got to do. You may not see the whole staircase. You just need to do the next best step. So right now is a good time for everybody to start preparing, prepare mentally, physically, and spiritually. One thing, get your health in order. All right. We've been talking about this. We see the debt. I just read the statistics. Do everything you can in your power to have your health in order. Eat right, meditate, you know, drink water, do the simple things, move your body, right? Because we have to ask ourselves, are we in a fight for our mortality? Are we in a fight for our lives? So eat right. What are some other things that we could do? I always say, look at everything in truth and go within yourself because that's so important. You could look at everything on the news and the truth is a lot of that is hijacked. The science is hijacked. You know, sometimes the numbers are hijacked. So when you don't know what to do, who are you going to turn to? You got to turn to yourself and go within. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, I always said that truth is that which is aligned with reality, you know, and you just have to look, lay everything on a table and, and how does it align with reality? Look at it. A lot of people were pushed into fear to make moves early on. I think fear Fear is a big motivator in this society, whether, once again, politics, religion, what have you. Fear tends to get people to move. Sometimes you have to just sit back and watch and wait and, and talk to the most high. This is when your faith comes in. Exactly. You know? And I sat back last year and I watched all the people who were, you know, you thought would have the most faith than anybody when this hit the fan they got silent like and so they, people were silenced on purpose too I mean well yeah they were silenced on purpose but a lot of people you know I think turned their back on God somewhat and kind of sided with the statistics the data the science and these people in these white coats you know and it's because we live in a society that worships man, worships people, right? So it's like people have titles and money and all this stuff. And because they're on television, you assume that they know better. You know, it's like how many times has, has a doctor told someone that they they got so many hours or days yet to live and those people are still here and the damn doctor's dead and gone, you know? And it's like, Sometimes you have to have faith and you have to really understand, like even understanding your connection to the most high in the most natural sense and understanding nature. There is nothing that the most high is going to put on us that will wipe us all out. 
if it does, it's not natural. It's it's man made. It is man made because yeah. every time that something pops up, there's the cure is probably standing ten feet from you if you're standing outside in a plant in a herb or something, you know, and this is how our people live for millions of years on this planet. Uh, once again, we've been digging deep into studying our ancestry, right? And one of the things that I find, if you just go back a generation or two, they were all living on farms, living on the land, eating whole foods. They were eating fresh vegetables and fruits and farm-raised animals. Farm-raised in the sense that they were being fed healthy things like grass, you know, things to keep them healthy. And now, and this goes back also to some of the stats that Janie was reading. So if the population, say, just over the last 40, 50 years has doubled, yeah, we're going to start to see more deaths. We're going to start to see more everything. But think about how that impacts the food chain, the food supply chain. I remember when I was a kid, the milkman would come from the farm and ride through the neighborhoods in a truck, and we would get raw milk in a in a bottle, in a glass bottle, where, you know, it had the curdle at the top, you'd have to shake it up and all that. It was raw. Now you got to go to Whole Foods somewhere and pay top dollar for that. But that was because the population, you know, it wasn't great. Or if you went to a Ma Pa restaurant, nine times out of 10, they were getting their chickens or their steaks or whatever from a local farmer that, you know, these particular animals weren't pumped up with a whole bunch of antibiotics and growth hormones. Whereas now, you know, there's a great documentary out there. You could take a look at it. I think it's called What's the Health? It talks about how 75% of pharmaceutical drugs in this society today are sold to farmers to put in the cattle and the chickens. So they're loaded with growth hormones. They're loaded with antibiotics because they're in close proximity because they're having to to get them to grow in large numbers quicker to keep up with the supply. So, and then you even have situations where people look at Bill Gates, they're buying up all this land and they're coming up with synthetic forms of meat and we're getting all this GMO food. This is destroying the health of the people. So you have to ask yourselves a question, you know, are these people trying to prolong life? Are they trying to destroy life? Are they trying to cut down lifespan? You can Google or say, just even go to YouTube and type in uh, population explosion or even population control. You got conspiracy theorists out there who say, I don't believe in conspiracy theorists or conspiracy, but I do believe that there are people who plot and plan. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about, I'm not going to just throw the baby out with the bathwater on that one. But, you know, you, ha you have these situations where, you know, the population's growing and they'll tell you that it's going to destroy the way, it's going to destroy the way of life for wealthy people because sooner or later, you know, people are going to wake up and they're not going to allow 10% of the people to just take and hoard all the resources, all the wealth while they starve to death. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, that's is one is not godly. And at the end of the day, this is not boiling down to your political affiliation It's not pulling down to your race. 
it's not boiling down to what country you live in. This is about good and evil. And every scripture, every religion, regardless of what it is that you believe, we are at the brink of this, say, Armageddon or apocalypse, right? Which is this great reveal. And that's what revelation is all about. Everything is being revealed. That's why you see everything falling apart, everything, because one more thing, babe, and then you could take it. It's like, as a scientist, if you want to figure out what something's made out of, you put it under fire and pressure and you break it down to find out how much carbon, how much hydrogen, how much oxygen. And it's no different with human beings. You find out a lot about people yourself when you're put in fire. And that fire is metaphor for pressure. Like now we're getting put under pressure. You get to find out who and what people are. We got a chance to see during the last pandemic. We're going to get to see again. It's like, who are you? Yeah. I mean, we've seen, you know, family members not speaking to each other because one decided to get the jab and one didn't. We've seen people not even able to attend their family members, you know, funeral arrangements because of who had the jab and who didn't. Like, do we really want to do that again? Do we really want to do that again? How many of you have family members pass away and you did not see them or you decided not to go see them because of what was going on. And then you had regrets about that. How many of you, right? So again, this is about asking ourselves the hard questions. I, we're not here to say what you should do or shouldn't do. We will never do that. This is about you making the decision for you and your family. But I'm saying be prepared, all right? Again, I mentioned earlier, we're going into 2024. It's an election year. Are we going to get the whole race card played on us again? Is it going to be another, you know, black person being killed? And then we have to, then it's going to be the, the whole, you know, uh, marching and all that. Do we have to go through this again? And if we just pay attention, if we just keep our consciousness open and aware, history is just repeating itself. So. You are here to make a decision. You cannot be on the fence no more. And we need way more people in the light than in the dark. But when you're just sitting on the fence and you're watching both sides, you're not helping anybody. So make your decision and go all in with it, right? And people tend to see what they believe. So, you know, and we're not here to tell you exactly what decision to make. Nope. We're just throwing it out there and be prepared. Hopefully people could look at things a little differently, right? And before that that middle position might have been a whole island. So 50% of the people probably standing in the middle and people are sitting back waiting to see what everybody else does. Exactly. You know what I mean? Don't but wait. it's like, no, you have to do what's best for you and your family and your loved ones. And like today, that middle line is like the pin of a needle. So yeah. you can't stand on it. You're going to have to go one way or the other. And that whole double-minded thing gets you nowhere. Oh, yes. Double-minded. You, you, We can't be. We got to put all of our energy in one direction. And when you do that, you're going to be more equipped. You're going to be more prepared. And you're going to have all your energy going in one direction. That's with anything you do. So again, this is about being prepared. So um, the other thing I wanted to mention was 
help our young people, our youth, our younger generation, you know, we need them and they are being attacked in all directions. We really need them. Uh, work with them, instill in them, talk to them over and over and over. If you have young people in your family, you know, uh, we this is a generation that's really, really being attacked. So we really have to direct our youth and our younger generation because they're gonna be taking care of us. They're gonna be making the decisions. All right, there. This is who we're gonna have to depend on, and it is so much pulling for their attention. They are so distracted. So we need to help prepare them too, right? If we if we keep all of our knowledge and everything we've gained, then we are no help to nobody. So when you learn and when you get give, when you when you learn teach. So it's like we have to help direct the youth. They are really being attacked. All right. Yeah, and I think. You know, the last time I think a lot of people kind of like just left them hanging, so to speak, right? So, you know, they were just home. No one's really talking about what's going on. And, yeah. you know, of course, they love the downtime, but I think not being able to socialize for a year and a half, two years, I think it, it took its toll on some of them, right? So we really need to learn the lessons from last time. So it's, like I played sports all my life, right? So it's like last year, say it was the first half and now we're going into the second half. We get a chance to call a timeout. You look to see what plays work, which plays didn't, and you come up with a new game plan. But anybody who's not reevaluating, you know, what happened, you know, reevaluating your life, you know, like are you working in the type of field or an occupation that's fulfilling your life? Is it something that, you know, because it's it's like at the end of the day, you know, in, in this physical form, you get this one, I get the backed out this character this one time, right? Even though I believe the soul's infinite, right? But it's like, you shouldn't live hell on earth because somebody else's bad decisions. And that's what we're doing. We're sitting back allowing somebody else to dictate. And that's why in scripture, it refers to the people as sheep, right? The sheep is an animal that's hard to lead in the right direction and easy to lead in the wrong direction. And that's how most human beings have become. But it's like, we have to become wise, yeah. you know, and say, for example, if this is going to be a situation where a lot of people are going to lose their lives or Say, for example, electricity goes out for three months, six months because of some catastrophe. The Internet goes down. I know a lot of people, if the Internet went down right now, say for six months or whatever, the television was shut off. Like a lot of people are addicted to it. You know, a lot of people are addicted to noise. They can't wake up in the morning without turning the television, the radio or something on. They need noise. They may not even be listening to it. They just need noise because they don't want to hear their own thoughts or they don't have any, you know? So that's the difference between someone who, who's a thinker who has thoughts and sometimes all they need is time and solitude, right? So never look at it as being like alone because some people were locked away at home by themselves. Don't look at it as that, look at it as solitude. You know, you should be going out buying books on 
what plants are edible outside if you had to go outside and eat plants like which ones are edible which ones are poisonous yeah. you know what can you purchase to go to your local uh, river or stream that you could use to clean the water if the water supply you know got jacked up you know and everybody doesn't have to do this but somebody in your circle or your family has to know these things in order for for people say to survive uh an extinction level event if if that occurs right so if people are wanting to pump this kind of fear in you be prepared it's like just prepare yourself then that way mentally you're not trapped in fear that's why they say fear is false evidence appearing real and, and and always like that one quote that uh will smith and his son in that one movie he was telling his son he said that fear isn't real but danger is right yeah so. like there's danger is real like but fear isn't and at the end of the day again this is your life this is what you have to do we're just here to to shed light everything's about shedding light but be prepared um the other thing I wanted to mention was what part are you are you going to play? You know, when you can speak up, speak up. What part do you want to play in, in how all of this rolls out? You know, when your great grandchildren, you know, are reading about this time in history when this was a pivotal time in on earth and, and how their ancestors played a part in changing the earth, you know, what part do you want to play? And you have to ask yourself that again, you know, this is this is what your soul is, is here to do. So, and no one can tell you that. Not one other person can tell you that. That's an evaluation that you have to do on yourself. So um, anything else? Yeah, and, and another thing is like, just follow follow the money, follow the trail, right? Like, I took a look at some stats earlier today just to see how much money was made off of the juice, right? Pfizer made 100 million, no, 100 billion dollars, 100 billion dollars. And the thing is, people can't even, like, say, for example, if you were damaged by the jab, right? If you were damaged by it, you cannot even state or file a claim against them they're protected under law and to me that's dangerous and that should send a red flag to everybody the fact that these people are protected and there's absolutely nothing that you could do about it and and not saying that you know that actually caused anything like i i like to quote what elon musk said like when lebron's james son Bronny recently had a heart attack right here's a guy 18 years old excellent health you know incredible genetics right and if it could impact him it could impact anybody but one of the things elon musk said that he kind of got some flack about but you can't really argue it i'm not a big fan pro or con for this guy or anything but what he said made so much sense and this was in relationship to uh Ronnie James cardiac arrest. He said, we cannot ascribe everything to say the jab. He says, but in the same, in the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing. True. 
you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, we can't say that all these people who are dropping are a result of that, but we can't say that none of them were either, right? Especially, he makes another uh, quote here or comment, the fact that uh, myocarditis was one of the known side effects. And that's what we're starting to see a lot in these youth. So we really have to ask ourselves a question, right? So we have a choice. A lot of people had choices. Like, yeah, it all comes down to yeah, choice. Yeah, you, you could either take it if you're faced with it again, or you could not take it. Some people lost their job, some people didn't. There are ways to, you know, not take it and not lose your job. You know, you just need to know how and what to say because a lot of time people were getting bullied. And uh, to me, I don't think that that was right. I think, you know, everybody should have the right to choice. It's your body, right? If God gave us free will, there's no way that a human being should be able to take free, way, free will away from you, mm, especially so when true. you're not out trying to harm anybody else. Exactly. That's That's it. So guys, again, this is all about preparing for what's next. We're not here telling you what to do. We're saying, look at, look at what has happened. Look at what is currently happening. And we could almost predict what is going to happen. All right. And how will you be ready for it? How will you be ready mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of these things. And again, we are not about fear in this podcast. It is all love, but we have to look at things in truth and be real about it. All right. So the other thing before we um, let you all go is that I have a masterclass coming up is called Harmony Within, all right? And this masterclass is all about creating harmony within. I will take you on the journey on how to go within yourself when you're faced with so many things outside of you, all right, including what's currently going on and how to gain that empowerment from within because that's the most authentic place you will ever find it. And that's facts. All right. So you could sign up for that masterclass. I'm going to put the link in this podcast. It is on September 16th. That's a Saturday from 12 noon to three. That's three hours, but it's going to be the best three hours of your life. If you are ready to truly look within yourself, face all those things in truth so that you could be empowered during such a time as this It's so important for all of us to be walking in our authenticity, our truth, our power, you know, and so that you could put all your energy in one direction and not being swayed and thrown around by what's happening in the news and what you're hearing. So um, that's all I wanted to say. All done with you. That's it. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. My name is Janie and this is Russell Bruce. And we appreciate you guys. Please like, subscribe, and share. We hope that you have learned a lot on this journey with us. Let me tell you, we are learning a lot and we, we are in the rabbit hole, okay? So we'll catch you guys next time. Until then, lots of peace, lots of love, lots of light, um, and just you know, stepping into your power and being prepared, being prepared, I mean, in the most authentic way possible. All right, take care. Peace.